A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, everyone. Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. We're going to be going through our last one of these mid-rangers here in the wing fullbacks. And there's probably three to four guys in here I'm actually interested in watching either at the first few rounds or interested in getting them into my team. There's um, one with CNK that we're going to have to check out uh, what's going to happen. If, is it Brad Schneider getting the seven, uh, the six, uh, seven roll? Will CNK go in there? I'm not exactly sure, but we'll, um, we'll find out obviously very soon. But yeah, we'll jump straight in here. And we've got Jaden Campbell at 550k. Him there, there's, there's a few things to think about. We've obviously got, if we look at his actual scores there, he's only got one score above um, above 45, which is a bit of a bit of an issue, right? When he's priced at 44. That's something to think about there. Is that, yeah, he's going to have to have a bunch of these bigger games if he's going to score super well. In a Titans team that should be okay, that's my slight risk for him if you want to start with him. I think he's someone that I will be watching. Uh, it'd be fun to watch. If you wanted to pick him up, then I don't see him going too far under his average. I think, yeah, you might have a bunch of those games around that 35 to 45, and then the odd game above that where he picks up a couple of tries or something like that. But obviously still really raw. I think by halfway through the season, he's going to be absolutely smashing it. I think that's something to think about with him. And just at that price point, you can go up to a Heinz or a Pappenhausen for you know, 50 to 80K more. So something to think about there. Would have been nice to see him in that trial. Unfortunately, we didn't get that. But yeah, the scores are, the scores are solid, right? He hasn't really got many games where he goes under. He goes really low because he, he's, he's good with the meters gained. He gets his tackle breaks the odd offload um, and his kick defusals with the odd try. So he's you know, going to be pretty solid and only going to improve from here. So that's the, that's the thought with with uh, with Campbell there. Moved to Val Holmes and he, we've got him in the wing fullback. He's going to get wing fullback duel with center. Priced at 42. If you look at his center scoring in uh, the back end of last year, we get a little bit of time there in those last two games. 20 and a 38. Uh, kicking his goals as well is, is always obviously already, already going to be great. But, you know, tackling wasn't too great. You know, six misses and four misses there. You know, it doesn't help when he gets a fair few missed tackles at fullback, but you move him into the centers and that, um, and that, uh, and that hurts as well. But 
He did look great in the trial on the weekend, and that's something to think about with Val. He scores a fullback usually a lot better, and that's what the issue is with this price point of 526. So if you're thinking about him, I know a few people mentioned him after the trial that they're really keen. Remember, they were playing uh, against the Broncos, who were pretty average. We beat them pretty comfortably, Cowboys, um, and we're not a great side ourselves. So that's something to think about with Holmes. Dane Laurie was someone that was awesome at the start of last year. We got him as a rookie, obviously, and, and he moved up to this 523K. He got a little bit higher than that uh, with a bunch of great scores and finished a little bit lighter, which is completely fair for a rookie uh, who had to play the whole season. But awkward price. I think he might be an option at some point if he steps up his game as well. But you also have guys like Campbell uh, and Sloan at a similar price point that probably have a little bit more ability at this stage or maybe a little bit more hype around them than what Laurie does. But he's fun to watch. I just don't think he's a good option to start. Yeah, we'll, we'll pop in and have a quick look at his, oops, a quick look at his scores there as well, just to um, just to give you an idea. Yeah, you know, started last year, you know, a low of thirty-five, um, and lots of scores in the mid to high forties, and a couple of fifties there, a couple of lighter games through the back end, kind of kind of stopped him a little bit. He had um, he had a game there of one minute to finish where he was off straight away. I can't remember, was it a head knock? I'm like, uh, I think it was. Um, no, actually, it was an injury. That's right. He injured his leg pretty bad, I remember now. Uh, but yeah, there are a bunch of games there in the, in the 20s, which hurt his scoring, but that's normal for a fullback, uh, especially a rookie. So he'll be okay. He's priced at 42 uh, with an average of 38.8. Yeah, you're not really getting much value there. Move to Matt Dufty. My main issue with Dufty is the is the fact that he he's going to take a little bit of time to get going in a, in a dog side that's... Uh, probably at the start, not going not gonna to be as good as what the Dragons were last year. I think they'll warm into it, similar to what we've been speaking about with Burton. They'll warm into that season and get better as they go. He's, you know, as as the dogs get better, Dufty will score more points. Uh, but he, you know, he's going to be solid. He's always around that five twenty mark, so he's never a keeper, but he's always in that middle there. So I'd be avoiding him from round one, and 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 looking to pick him up if he gets a lot cheaper at the start of the year. If he can get Dufty around the four hundred k mark, I think he can be a money maker and someone who can score pretty well for your squad also. Because, again, if you're looking at some of his scoring, he can be pretty streaky. He's got a 78 to 76 in there, a 58 to 51. And these are all the games where he's scoring tries. Another 76 later down the track um, and, and, and a 59 in there, for example. So there's a bunch of decent scores, but you're looking at him to score a lot of tries. And if he was in a better team, for example, I think he'd be able to get score more tries, uh, assist a lot more, get a few more line breaks and be a keeper. But unfortunately, at this stage, he's not a keeper. Alex Johnston, we get him at probably a peak price, to be fair. Big outlier year of tries. He's still going to be good on the left edge, but the bunnies won't be as strong, even though he's still on that walker side. Uh, I think he's just an avoid to start. You know, it could be you know, someone like Garrick, for example, again, had an amazing year. Will he be able to keep it up? I don't think so. You look at the amount of tries that were scored here, uh, especially in that back end of the season, 3-3-2-2-3-2 of his last section there. And that you know, game in round 18, he got two tries for 34 points. Yes, 44 minutes only, but um, and then a finish off the year with another three. So just a massive outlier year in terms of tries. I think he won't get anywhere near that. Um, yeah, it's just a, a just in, just in terms of playing the averages, you can't. Yeah, it'd be hard for him to do that. Price of 42, a little bit annoying there. If he was a bit cheaper, then he'd be interesting. All right, Corey Thompson, we mentioned here. So someone that's always pretty solid with never being a keeper. That's the main issue with him. He hangs around this price a fair bit. He gets down to the 400s. He also goes into the 600s. So he's someone that we can uh, follow along, I think, across the year. I think he's going to have his moments. He, if, if the Titans start poorly, he's, gonna, he's someone that gets a lot, of his, um, a lot of his points just through his own work, coming out of trouble, running, you know, running well. Um, the darts out of dummy half, the odd tackle break and offload. 
um, and is a good finisher as well. But if the Titans struggle a bit, he might come down to around that 400, 450K mark, and he could be a guy that you could pick up as a bit of a pod throughout the middle of the season. Maybe it's around origin time, because we can see what, you know, the kind of stuff that, that he can do, right? He started really, really solidly last year. And if he's scoring tries and, and running well, even here, like he got a 75 without a try, for example. He's going to have his times where he goes pretty low. You can see he got up to 637K here. And then he climbed, he goes all the way back down to 472. So he's going to have that up and down. Again, might be a pod throughout the season if the Titans start to go really well. Uh, and maybe he, you know, he drops a bit of price earlier on the season. Someone, someone of interest anyway. All right, Tyrell Sloan. Says he's priced at 29, but that is incorrect because he is priced at 40. All right, so a 40 average in his couple of games last year. Just my notes on him here. I just think the price is a little bit high. I've spoken about him a fair bit already. I think he probably just stays at this price for a little bit. He's going to be fun to watch and a bit of a wait and see. I just hasn't, he hasn't played enough games. He, he did score uh, over his five games. He did score uh, six tries. So that's something that's probably a little bit of an outlier as well. The team's going to be pretty solid. He didn't have a high meters gained, for example, but a bunch of tackle breaks, a fair few missed tackles as well at fullback So and a couple of errors. So he's got that in his game. And obviously the last two games where he ran the ball a little bit more, scored three tries in those two games and scored well. I think he's just going to be fairly volatile um, and naturally improve across the season. So owned by 5%. I can see why. I can understand. But if he was around the 400k mark, I'd be very interested. But priced at 40, it's going to be very hard for him to eclipse that, especially in the first half of the season. And, and we're looking for value at the start. And I don't think you get that with Sloan at this stage. So he's a wait and see for me. We'll work it out as we go through the season. So... We move on to Will Kennedy. With him there, I just think his team's going to be a lot better. So I think there's some uh, a chance of some upside with with Will on this pricing. He was their you know, player of the year last year. So can he take that next step and become a superstar fullback? I think there's definitely every chance. Uh, I just think at the start of the season, he's probably going to stick somewhere close to his price, being you know, priced at 40. You look at these types of scoring. He's not the guy to blow you out of the water. He's got a couple of games uh, that that are in the 60s. He's got two tries in that one and one in the other with a couple of uh, with an assist as well, and a 57 with a couple of you know 56, a 55 and a 66 later on in the year. So if he can keep up keep up that scoring and get a few more tackle, uh, sorry, a try assists in there, he's not someone that tackle busts an incredible amount for a fullback. So he won't lose too much there and has the odd offload, not too many there. But he has to step up his game and the Sharks have to score a lot more points. And I think that he can um, have some upside, especially around the try assist. If he can pick up that five or six extra points with that extra try assist, for example, and stick to where, you know, how he's been going with scoring tries, then I think he can um, be of some kind of value. Probably again through the middle of the season as a bit of a pod, uh, but not right now, I'd say. We move to... Dylan Edwards, and, and he actually is someone that I feel has a little bit of upside. He just needs some consistent time in the park. We didn't get to see him in the trials. He hasn't played yet at all this you know preseason, so I think he's someone that you can consider a bit later. He is very streaky as well. You know, If he gets a, a bunch of games in a row, you can see some, some nice scoring from him. He's just not someone that really goes uh, big. Um, yeah, he has a, nice, a pretty nice floor of that low 30s, for example, but never has that game in the 70s to 80s. You know, you look at one one here in 2020, he got to 81. Uh, and then, you know, his highest around that is that, that sort of 60 ceiling, apart from that one score. So, you know, when you got this floor of 30 and a ceiling of 60, you're, you're going to sit around that 45 mark. And I, I can see that for sure with Dylan, if he can stay on the park and get some consistency in a great team, finishing off tries uh, and scoring some himself because he is a very talented player. And, you know, it's a big reason why they... 
they won the grand final, for example. But you know, two two percent ownership, I can see why people are doing that, and I wouldn't you know make you shy away from him at all if that was what you were thinking. Okay, Greg Marzu, the only thing to think about here is that he probably won't get a start. We've got Philip Sammy and Corey Thompson, so he's probably going to be um, third string, and unless I doubt he's going to get on the bench. He'd be like an 18th, 19th man. If he gets into that starting side, then I think he's going to do really well. He's just priced probably a bit too high, slightly under a 40 average. There's a reason he's already up that high with just this one season. He's a beast, man. He runs hard, scores tries, uh, and we'll have a look at his you know, some of his games here. Pretty cool in terms of a floor, apart from the one game of 15 where you know, nothing really worked out for him. He had you know four missed tackles and an error, for example. Uh, so neg 10 there. But the rest of the games, he did enough without being super incredible. You know, a bunch of tries, a bunch of games in the 40s. I just don't see the upside yet. If he can be one of those guys that, that busts out eight to 10 tackle breaks and over 200 meters a game, then he could be really, really cool. But at this stage, 39 price, not going to get a start, then we're not going to talk about him too much. Move to Nofaluma. If you look at a bunch of his scores from years previous, then you can look to this one and go, wow, that was not his best year at all. And he's had a bunch of years where he's a lot higher in price and has been a keeper in the past in the wing fullbacks. Um, if you especially look to you know, super coach, for example, as well, someone that scores a lot of tries, busts a lot of tackles, offloads the ball. Um, and just love, loves running um, and not passing as much, then, then that's where you can see some good fantasy output from him. Uh, but I definitely think he has some upside to get back to that form. Price at 37 there. Um, he becomes he becomes very interesting. He obviously misses out on a few of the tackle breaks, which is something that is a, is a big feature of his game. If you're looking at there, there's a lot of fours, six, uh, five, six, seven in terms of tackle breaks, even an eight in there when he, when he scores well. But obviously didn't score as many tries last year as he has previously, even though he, he happens to find the line pretty comfortably on a regular basis. If you look back to, to 2020, for example, very, very consistent player, ran the ball, you know, very, very much in the high 100 meters, which gets him a lot of tackle breaks, um, you know, gets the random doubles where he scores high. So he's a lot more, um, a lot more volatile, but he, so he has that ability to hit, hit scores in the, in the high, in the sixties, the seventies, even, you know, nineties, eighties uh, and nineties there. So He's someone that is of interest. If the Tigers were a little bit of a better side, I'd, I'd suggest to be plugging him in your team. But spending a fair bit of money, you know, we're not looking at 350, 330K here for our wing fullback. Um, if they're a winger, it makes it a fair bit harder to score those tries. So that's Nofo. If you picked him up, we were 1.4% have him at the moment. I'm not going to, I wouldn't shoot you down for that one. I think he's going to do solidly um, at that slightly better price point. So, Let's move to Ronaldo Molotalo. Two more to go, guys. So I think he's very interesting if he's playing some center. He's going to be tackling a little bit more, get his hands on the ball a little bit more. Um, generally a good player. Um, and I definitely have some interest this year. Because we've looked at some of his scores. And when he started pretty light last year, I think he was coming back from a bit of an injury. Uh, and then he started scoring a bunch of tries and, and getting into things a lot himself. He was making, uh, you know, that game against the Titans, he made three line breaks. Uh, and he was the best player on the field, for example. He got really low. He got down to 320K last year, and then he got up all the way up to 509. Obviously, um, pricing's a little bit different this year, but that shows the, the volatility that some of these guys can get. And if you know any of these guys get down to a pretty low um, pretty low price point, especially if they've they've shown that they've done it before, we've got the, the stats there to show that they can get back to it. For example, Nofaluma. Uh, we can see what Ronaldo did through that little period, and then he can have some lighter games as well. But if he's moving a little bit more into the centers, I think he will, he will be able to score more consistently. Uh, he's someone that tackles fairly well. 
yes, on the wing, you're going to have the odd games where you're missing a few, you know, whether it's one-on-one in the corner, someone diving for it, you get a missed tackle for it. So in the centres, and if he's a fairly big body, if we can get him priced at around 30, somewhere under 400K, and he moves into the centres, then I think he could be somewhat of interest for sure. And we'll move to Chance to, to finish it off. I definitely think there's some upside if he's playing fullback. If he moves if he moves to six, I don't really like it too much, but that gives us an opportunity for Savage, for example, if he um if he gets into the one jersey. So Chance price at 35, he's owned by 8%. I completely understand why. You know, you look at some of his scores in 2020 and he uh you know 2020 and 2019, he was a very much a superstar for for their side. He helped them get into that grand final against the the Roosters. He was you know one of their best players for sure. And you see the consistency here through 2020. You know, 51, 43, 57, 43, 59. A couple of low games in 29 each, but a 76 to, to out, um, outdo that or outweigh that and, and a bunch of 40s and a, and a couple of 50s there. So he can, he can do that. And if you're looking at him, all you need him to do is be you know, scoring in the 40s with the odd game a little bit higher and the odd game in the, in the mid-20s. And, and you're seeing a 40 to 45 average for him, which will make him close to you know, anywhere from 50 to 150K. I think that makes a lot of sense if he's you know, getting that one role. But I, the main worry now is that with Fogs out, I don't think they're going to be as good of a team. They need that organiser. And I suppose if Brad Schneider or um, Sam Williams can come in and step up and do their job and, and things are a little bit more settled in Raiderland, then I think he can do well. Just um, We're just going to find out what happens in, t- in team lists. And if, if he gets that one role, if he moves into the six or seven, however that works, um, I can't really see him moving into the seven. I think they need an organiser in that role. So that's maybe where Schneider or Williams come into it. But there you go, guys. That's the, the mid-range for our wing fullbacks. All the, all the details are below, guys. If you want to join the Discord, the league code. Um, as I said, there's going to be some prizes, which I'll announce before round one. Um, add me on uh, on Twitter as well if you if you like to follow that stuff. I'm going to be jumping in uh, at the start of round one and, and, and putting in my thoughts there. Please hit like, subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next video. I'm going to go into depth on a little bit around how to build your team value, for example, and maybe some uh, some ideas around head-to-head as well. So I hope you enjoyed this, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.